Off the ball, cheering on the girls in green. I followed the Irish women since 1983. 82,000 people, that's going to be something else. There'll be a hell of a lot of Irish in that, and it'll be a hell of a game as well. Love off the ball, we really do love off the ball. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball. We're going back to Australia. Luke Connolly, good morning to you. How are you? I'm good, gents. How are you? Yeah, we're very excited. You must be beside yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit, bit like a kid now at the moment. So it's been it's been long while since I put a jersey on over a jumper. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we're in that, we're in that state today. So it's uh, yeah, it's great atmosphere. When do you last have contact before a match kicks off with your sister? When does she like send the message to the team to you? To you guys going, yeah, I'm in the team. It's all when good. She was, she, yeah, she she was sending tickets this morning, so it's a bit of an exception. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been pretty much radio silence now for the past forty-eight hours. So I think she's, uh, I think they've kind of just locked themselves in now, and they're focusing completely on the game. So um, we've stayed away as well. We haven't made too much of an effort, you know, just let them drink it in. Yeah, that's the the good old-fashioned uh, GA treatment of I'll sort the tickets out, but don't talk to me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's well drilled in our family anyway that you you do it early and then you ignore every call after that. So. Um, yeah, it was done done nice and early. When did you guys get over to Australia? We got here yesterday morning. So after about 24 hours of travel, we landed yesterday. Um, and we've just about acclimatised to the jet lag and everything. So um, yeah, yeah, looking forward to the next three weeks. Ah, oh, it's going to be amazing. Like, So it has been, we were talking about how long the build-up has actually been. It has been a very, very long time. And here we are two hours before kickoff now. Uh, how are the Connollys feeling? Uh, there was a lot of pacing a lot of pacing around the hotel uh, as I said the canvas of us is definitely Megan today I think the, um, she's she's definitely yeah she's definitely camera in the four of us anyway I can tell you that much so um, that, a very jittery a very jittery morning I won't tell you was that the case uh, when Megan was watching the Scotland game with Sheila Hamden that she was the canvas when the full time whistle went yeah 100% no as I said no as we, I'd always be more nervous watching Megan play anyway but uh, yeah she, she shows a lot more composure than the rest of us so um, yeah we kind of need to just spit up and go our separate ways and camera on ourselves down and then uh, get back in <laughs> Just for anyone who hasn't heard Luke can you bring us through what your dad did at Corinthians in Cork the club just to get the girls team up and running and the significance of that yeah, so look, I suppose he's he's got great press over the past few days, um, so he's, he's delighted with that. Um, but no, it generally, like, look, Megan obviously started playing with Corinthians with with the boys, um, and full credit to, to the lads and and the coaches at the time. Jodie were they were great to Megan. Um, she played; there was never an issue, you know, and, and she held her own as well, which helped. Um, but obviously, it got to an age around under eleven, under twelve, where you know she needed to move on to a girls' team. Um, ideally it would have been with Corinthians now at the time there wasn't any ladies facilities um, and so the old man look, took it on upon himself um, when canvassing printed flyers went to all the schools um, and managed to drum up with the support obviously then he got a street leagues that kind of stuff going and from there just built it out kind of got a, a group of 20-25 girls and kind of kept that together up until I'd say 17-18 um, even after uh, Megan left you know, he still kept it going for a lot of those girls and, and I think a lot of them were very appreciative of that um, but look the, the end game was to get Megan where she is today and you know I, look, there's a lot of fathers do a lot for their daughters um, but I can't imagine a lot of them get the outcome that we've had with, with Megan being here today like so um, as I said when it happened back in, in October when they qualified 
I think a lot of the drive was directed more at, at dad than Megan, you know, because this is a, a really a, a full circle moment for, for him. And there was, um, so, yeah. And there was a harmless bit of child labour going on as well at the time, was there, with the flyers being made at home? <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked the way they included that. So, um, yeah, look, we all, we all chipped in. I like to think that I was a, a coach, but you know, the longer away from it, I realised I was just basically there to pick up the cones. Um, so, yeah, yeah. My coaching didn't start there as I thought it did. <laughs> uh, you do have a, like a really deep understanding of what the team has had to go through to get to this point. Megan obviously went to the States for a while, is, is now playing in England. But, like, you, you fully understand that, like, there wasn't that opportunity that the next generation are going to have because Megan and people like your dad were trailblazers. 100% look I suppose we, we've we've been there and we've been there to a lot more difficult you know, qualifying campaigns obviously the one that sticks out is, is the European campaign where they, they crashed out against Ukraine you know, with a, a free going goal with Anya you know that if you tried 100 times again you wouldn't do but um, yeah look this this is not again it's hard to print the words it's hard to kind of I suppose quantify what this achievement means to, to these girls you know and, and what they've done for I suppose Irish or soccer, but I suppose for women's sport in Ireland itself, you know, you, you look at the rugby sevens, you look at kind of what's all coming behind it. Um, you know, the, obviously the J ladies, what they've managed to achieve in the past few weeks with, with their stand. So, um, look, this is a bit of a cherry on the cake for what's been coming in the past couple of years. Um, so yeah, look, a huge credit has to go to some of those girls, particularly, you know, the Louise Quinns, the Nia Fahis, Anyas, who've been there a long time, you know, and have put in a lot of effort. So again, I spoke with Full Circle moment for there's a cohort in that team that um, this is as full circle as it gets. And the other thing is like they're literally from all over the country from the, the four corners. Uh, yeah, in, in fairness, look, I, I, we've been trying to I suppose hang on to any Twitter content or Instagram content the past few weeks to try and get an insight of the camp. But John, what you can really see is that they're they're an exceptionally together group. Um, do you know they're, they're I don't think anybody sticks out in that group. There's no nobody who isn't you know, gets on well with everyone. So, and I think that's clear and evident that you know there are 23, 30 players. You know the girls who didn't make it. Um, even how they handled obviously the squad being being caught that time. You know it, it it takes a strong group to get over something like that and and have those girls to support them behind the background. What will uh, Megan's preparation be like now, knowing her? Like this is an unprecedented crowd that she'll be playing in front of but will that change the way that she approaches the game yeah, I, I look I, I don't think so obviously she's playing in double cell she's, look she's been able to play against big teams you know and, and they've, they've again it's hard to quantify what this will mean you know we were at Tala for the France game they they called out that there was seven and a half thousand and we said Jesus this is great and then we kind of said again kind of a pinch me what, what's 80,000 going to look like you know it's, it's hard to even imagine what that type of a crowd in the stadium would look like. So, um, I don't know. I, look, I think it can only be excitement. You know, there's only one feeling you could probably have walking up in front of a crowd like that. And I can, I can uh, confirm that there is a lot of green. So, um, it will, it will look fairly, fairly home based. I would hope. What, uh, what jersey do you have on there now? I've the, I've the white one. I've the white one. So, um, yeah, we thought we'd be a bit, you know, under pressure. So I, I went with a nice calm white color. <laughs> um, I didn't get the Conley six engraved jersey that the rest of the family have, so I probably I probably look a little bit left out. Oh, why not? Uh, I I don't know. I just uh, go with the white one. I, I like the white jersey, like. 
so <laughs> I said let the parents have their moment with the with Conley on the back so you can get it doesn't him. need four of us to find out they don't need four of us to find out who we're here to support so ah. two is enough <laughs> you can get it you can get it for the next one listen we let you go and enjoy the yeah. the um the rest of the pre-match stuff I, what's your nervousness no, appreciate like? that uh, I'm actually I'm not too bad now but it, I, yeah look as I said I don't enjoy Megan's games I never have um, I go to all of them but um, I get zero enjoyment of them and that's that's too nervous but that's look that's a good thing um, you know I think the Slovakia game the, the, that qualifier is probably one of the most unenjoyable games I've ever watched um, which showed to be one of their best results so um, no I'm not too bad now but I'd say when we get into the, the fans I know it'll start kicking in and final score prediction uh, my strong thoughts is that if we're in the game at halftime, if we get in that nil all, that we will nick a result here. So um, I think any time they've played strong opposition like Australia, once they've stayed in the game till halftime, they have a good chance. And obviously what Megan on set pieces, look, I think a set piece goal is definitely going to happen tonight. <laughs> Fingers crossed for us. Luke, good stuff. Thanks a million. Enjoy. Cheers. Brilliant. Thanks, guys. OTB AM. The Sports Breakfast Show from Off the Ball.